We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Spurs Up Show, the best Gamecocks podcast on the internet. Today is Wednesday, November the 11th, 2020. On today's show, I switch things up a bit here on a Wednesday, guys. Obviously, with all the chatter going on right now with Will Muschamp, and if he's relieved of his duties, who would fans like to see replace him? I'm going to give you guys my top five candidates of who I would like to see replace Will Muschamp. Again, I'll go down the list one through five, give my reasonings for each, and we'll kind of have that conversation. Again, if Will Muschamp is to be let go, who I would like to see South kind of go after and potentially replace him with. Also, of course, it is Wednesday. We're talking gambling. Best bet for South kind of Ole Miss is the Gamecocks. Travel to Oxford, Mississippi as big road underdogs looking for yet another big upset. So I'll dive in the best bet there. And of course, SEC gambling picks, we do have a full slate or somewhat a full slate. Obviously, the SEC being impacted by COVID-19 right now. We're all seeing it happening. Some of the games being postponed. I will go through, though, give my SEC gambling picks for the games that are currently on the slate right now, and we still do have some good ones, guys. So we've got a packed show here on a Wednesday. Sit back, relax, enjoy. It's all brought to you by our friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Guys, Upstate Movers Group, superior moving service. They bring care and attention other companies can't offer because they're just too busy maintaining trucks and profiting off of them instead of focusing on service. Guys, service is what separates Upstate Movers Group from their competition. So they're not a trucking company, by the way, guys. They are a moving services company. They're also employee-owned co-op, which means their movers are paid twice the industry average, and everyone on the crew is just invest in the success of the project as you are. They have dedicated professionals crew members and they also offer black glove service guys which means they offer end-to-end packing services custom crating and packaging for special items and cleaning services by as well oh by the way they were founded by greenville natives and university of south Carolina alumni guys so gamecock owns small business gamecocks helping gamecocks you know we're all about it here on the spurs up show founded by usc alumni they also offer 20 years of project management and moving experience, and they can offer logistics and solutions that traditional moving companies simply do not have the skills for. Guys, I cannot stress this enough. If you have any moving needs, especially if you're in the upstate, but if you're around the state of South Carolina and you have moving needs, be sure to give my friends Upstate Movers Group a call. Be sure to check them out. They're on social media at Upstate Movers Group or go to their website, upstatemoversgroup.com. That's upstatemoversgroup.com. Again, guys, we all know how stressful, how how annoying of a process moving can be. And whenever you're moving, you want anything that's going to make the process, the transition more seamless, easier for you, going to take some of the stresses off of you. 
Upstate Movers Group is the moving company you want to contact. Again, guys, and like I said, if I have to convince you anymore, which I shouldn't, they're founded by University of South Carolina alumni. So definitely you're tuning in this show. You're a Gamecock fans. We're all about Gamecocks helping Gamecocks, especially if you're in the upstate. But if you're across the state of South Carolina and you have any moving needs, be sure to contact my friends over at Upstate Movers Group. Again, they're on social media at Upstate Movers Group, and you can find them online, upstatemoversgroup.com. That is upstatemoversgroup.com. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. The show is also brought to you by our friends over at Yardware. Guys, also owned and operated and founded by University of South Carolina alumni. Yardware is a veteran-owned operating company licensed by the University of South Carolina selling must-have Carolina yard and wall signs. Now, guys, these signs are made out of 12-gauge laser-cut steel, and I can tell you when you get one, because mine is in my studio, you are going to feel the quality. You're going to see the detail. That is really what makes these things stand out. Also, they come in both garnet and black. Football season, guys, is in full swing. Christmas is right around the corner, guys. This is a must-have for any Gamecock fan. First things first, get one for yourself. But whether it be your mom, your dad, your brother, sister, boyfriend, girlfriend, uh, uncle, aunt, maybe it's just a friend. I don't know. Whoever it is in your life, if you're going Christmas shopping, we all know Christmas shopping can be stressful. It's like, oh, my God, what do I get this person? What do they like? If they're a Gamecock fan, they are going to absolutely love this gift. Again, it's a must-have for any Gamecock fan. You can order yours today at YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. They're also on social media as well, at YardwareSigns. Again, guys, I have mine. The detail, the quality of this thing, it is incredible. And again, they're only charging $34.95 for a sign, so it's a thing. Great stocking stuffer. It's not going to break the bank. Maybe you're going to a Christmas party this Christmas season, and you need to get a gift for a Gamecock fan this is your go-to gift, and you can put it anywhere. Your yard, your office, your studio, your living room, your dining room, your bedroom, your man cave, your garage, wherever you can hang this thing. It's an awesome piece, and like I said, a must-have for any Gamecock fan. So again, you can order yours today at YardwareSigns.com. That is YardwareSigns.com. Also, please be sure to check them out on social media at Yardware signs again, yardwaresigns.com to order your sign today. Be sure to check them out and tell them Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. Chris Phillips, Joseph the Spurs Up Show, as always. Appreciate you all tuning in. We have got a lot to get to. You know, guys, I was thinking about last week, actually. You know, every single Wednesday, we've been doing the podcast as far as best bets and SEC gambling picks. And, and those have obviously gone great. And I, I really like doing that. I like talking about it. I think it's fun because I think Vegas does give us an early indication on the game that upcoming weekend, especially when I talk about South Carolina and you talk about what the betting line is and, um, you talk about what the totals are and stuff like that. It definitely gives us a sort of an indication of what the 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 experts, the sharps, if you will, in Vegas are thinking. But I was thinking about this last week. I was like, how can we 
spruce up the content on Wednesdays necessarily because it's no secret. You take a look across social media and take a look at the numbers and stuff. And I think Wednesday is probably the least listened episode of the week. So <clears throat> obviously I believe that the market speaks. And so I want to bring you guys more value. So starting this week, obviously, which it was very easy because there's so much conversation going on. I want to give my two cents in what's going on, but Starting with this one, every single Wednesday, one especially when we get to basketball season two, that's going to take care of itself. But I just want to let you guys know, the Wednesday shows are going to be beefed up a little bit more than they have. So I'm going to try to add other things instead of just gambling, instead of just the best bet in the SEC gambling picks. Because, listen, I know everybody, not everybody gambles. And not everybody really cares what I think about South Carolina, if they're going to cover or not, and if these other random SEC teams are going to cover. So, again, Starting it off there, guys. Hope you're all doing well here on a Wednesday on a hump day. I, I was actually just got done watching some Masters Live, and I'm literally counting down the days until the opening round tomorrow. Um, if there's any golf fans in here, be sure to contact me, DM me. would love to talk some golf. I will be glued to my television all weekend long watching the Masters. But it's a beautiful day in the city, guys. Again, I hope you're all doing well. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's dive right into it again. The conversation this week has really revolved around again. You know, Will Muschamp speaking to the media on Tuesday. Um, some interesting comments from there. Some very interesting comments from some players as well. And you, the, listen, the emotions are high right now. There's no question. The emotions, everything is running at a fever pitch. Um, you see it on social media. When you talk to people, you hear it in their voices and you hear it in their tones. And um, emotions are running high right now. And listen, no changes have been made currently. Will Muschamp is still employed by the University of South Carolina. And the Gamecocks, have a game to play this weekend, flat out. They got to play Ole Miss. But I thought with everything going on, you know, I talked to Alex McGrath about this a little bit. I really just wanted to dive in and give my two cents and let you guys know where I stand. Hypothetically, if let's say South Carolina loses to Ole Miss and Will Muschamp doesn't make it out of next week, if he's relieved of his duties by the end of the season, if he's relieved of his duties by end of 2020, who are my top candidates, the people I would like to see South Carolina most pursue and realistically go after? Because I want to make that clear, realistically. Because unrealistically, for example, I'd say a guy like Lincoln Riley. I'd say a guy like Bob Stoops. I'd say a guy like Urban Meyer, even. I know that might throw some of you off or whatever, but, you know, why not? Again, those are unrealistic options. Maybe Nick Saban. I mean, again, unrealistic options. So who are my top five realistic candidates to replace Will Muschamp. Let's go ahead and dive into it. I'm going to go five to one and give you guys just my thought process on each. So at number five, I've got Shane Beamer. Shane Beamer, a name you guys are probably pretty familiar with, was at South Carolina when Steve Spurrier was here, was an elite recruiter for the Gamecocks. He coached safeties, coached some special teams, and a guy right now that sits at Oklahoma under Lincoln Riley. Again, I have him as my fifth option a guy that does have ties to the state of South Carolina he's from Charleston South Carolina his father was Frank Beamer we all know the legend that was a coaching legend at Virginia Tech again I have this one pretty far down the list this guy definitely would not be <clears throat> definitely would not be my first option by any stretch of the imagination but overall a young up-and-coming coach someone that South Carolina fans are familiar with and again a guy that does have some South Carolina ties. And again, anytime you're the son of a legend, son of a legend like Frank Beamer, which Shane Beamer is, obviously, there are worse options out there, I will say. But I've got Shane Beamer, number five. Again, it's a hot name that's been thrown around. I've seen it thrown around on multiple occasions in social media and people I've talked to. So I would have Shane Beamer 
fifth on my list. Number four, and again, this is a name that South Carolina fans, really all these names you guys are going to be familiar with because at this point, you guys have heard these names uh, throughout because everybody that's all social media is doing right now is buzzing about who could be the next head coach, who could be the next head coach. Has Will Muschamp been fired yet? So again, number four, I'm going Billy Napier. Billy Napier, number four, uh, all familiar with him. He spent his time at Clemson, now at Louisiana, coaching the Rage and Cajuns. The thing that I like about Billy Napier, because I've told you guys before, I just want a young, offensive-minded coach, a forward-thinking coach, aggressive. Billy Napier certainly fits that mold. Obviously, was let go at Clemson by Dabo Sweeney, but he's gone on since Napier has to have great success. And I guess so has Sweeney as well. They both have. It was great mutual separation there, I guess you could say. So anyways, but Napier starting off the year with Louisiana, you beat an Iowa State team. And again, what I really like to see from a lot of these coaches as well is guys who are at smaller schools who have done more with less. And when I say more with less, I mean have produced more with maybe lesser talent. Because listen, when you're talking South Carolina, I would love the Gamecocks to get to a point where they're recruiting top 10, maybe even top five classes, recruiting classes every single year, okay? And I think you've recruited solid classes. Do not get me wrong. It's not like I'm asking the next head coach to come in and say, oh, we're we're recruiting, you know, we're averaging the 50th best class in the country every year. We need you to, you know, uh, just find a way to to get to a bowl game with this group of guys. Like, no, there's talent on the South kind of roster. Let's get that clear. There's talent on the roster, which has made Will Muschamp's tenure even that much more inexcusable. Because I think that we all believe that, that there is talent on this roster. You look at the recruiting rankings. You look at the average class rankings, let's say over the last five years. You're recruiting in a top 20 clip. So, I mean, we all know it should be better. But, I still like to see that from these coaching candidates, guys that have developed players and they have taken maybe guys with lesser talent and gotten the most out of them. That's a quality I see in a guy like Billy Napier. And also the next guy I'm going to mention, which is at a similar school as Billy Napier. So again, Billy Napier, though, my number four option. Again, young offensive-minded guy, um, has done some good things at Louisiana. I think it would be a nice... I say outside of the box higher because we've heard his name so much. I'm not sure that South Carolina fans will look at it that way, but I I think, again, you could do much, much worse than Billy Napier. Number three for me, and this is a name that has really picked up steam over the last couple of days, if you will, and I've seen some different Instagram accounts uh, make some content featuring this guy, And, and you know what? Honestly, I'll tell you guys, the more that I look at this cat, the more I feel like, and I, I like it, and I look at it, and I'm like, you know what? I think I would like that higher. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I would like that higher. And that is the current head coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers in Jamie Chadwell. I, you, you can't ignore what Jamie Chadwell has built, what he did at Charleston Southern, now what he's doing at Coastal Carolina. And I just talked about doing more with less. I mean, he's taken a Coastal can again. We can we can debate to a blue in the face about the the rankings being inflated as far as the AP rankings this year. I mean, Coastal's the 15th ranked team in the country. Are they really the 15th best team in the country? I highly doubt it. But again, what he has done at Coastal Carolina, what he's done with each program he has been at, by the way, completely turned around the Charleston Southern program, completely turned around the Coastal Carolina program. A guy that's in the state, I I like the hire in the sense of he's been at other South Carolina State programs. It's a little bit more of, again, an outside-the-box hire. He is an offensive-minded guy, a younger guy. I think he's 43 years old. Um, I like the name Jamie Chadwell. Again, not my first choice, obviously. That's why he's number three on the list. 
but I do like the name Jamie Chadwell. I, I, I do. Again, I think it's a, a forward-thinking, innovative, outside-of-the-box hire. So, again, my third guy, my third top candidate to replace Will Muschamp is Jamie Chadwell from Coastal Carolina. Now we're going to dive into names that you guys are really familiar with and I know that you all really want to talk about. Because number two for me, number two, maybe this will surprise you that he's not number one, but number two for me is Hugh Freeze. And Hugh Freeze has been the hot name, the hot name that has been all over social media. Everybody's been talking about this cat. Everybody's been talking about this guy. Do you want him? Do you not? He's got, you know, it's very well documented. What happened with Hugh Freeze at Ole Miss with major, major recruiting violations, major off-the-field scandals in regards to his personal life. But one thing I will say is a constant with Hugh Freeze. I cannot blame fans for wanting to get Hugh Freeze to Columbia because everywhere Hugh Freeze has been, he has won football games. You saw what he did at Ole Miss. You see what he's doing right now at Liberty. Hell, Liberty's 7-0 and just beat Virginia Tech. You see what he's done on the field in regards to coaching. You see the type of teams he has put on the field. And I will tell you this. The thing I like about Hugh Freeze, and listen, for me, as you can probably tell in my list, having SEC ties is not that big of a deal to me. I, I think that is a major area where the SEC as a whole, I think you saw the coaching quality drop off a little bit because everybody has gotten so obsessed with, oh, man, we got to hire the next Nick Saban. We got to hire the next Nick Saban. You know, let's go get this Nick Saban assistant, this Nick Saban assistant. I mean, you see it in the SEC right now. You look at Pruitt. You look at Kirby. You look at Muschamp. You look at Jimbo. It's like, bro, is anybody going to get creative? I think that's why you saw for a while, though, the SEC cycle through these very, very average coaches because – just because you coach under Nick Saban, that doesn't mean you are Nick Saban. That's not what that means. It's not. So the SEC ties thing is not the end-all, be-all for me. But I understand fans, and I even feel it as well, it, it does give you a sense of security to know that Hugh Freeze has been in this conference and has won at a high level. And when I look at Ole Miss, I think Ole Miss and South Carolina are very comparable as programs in the sense that neither one has a lot of tradition. Ole Miss is not the easiest place to win at, especially when you look at the division they're in. And the SEC West, which might be the toughest division in football, with Alabama, LSU, Auburn, again, you guys know the drill. And you look at the type of success that Hugh Freeze had there. Again, I would not hate the hire at all. I understand that he, and I listen, you, whoever you hire, you're going to put through a vetting process and you're going to interview them and you're going to interview them and you're going to interview them and you're going to try to uncover any dirt, any character flaws, any issues they might have. And I, I don't want to be one of those people that says, you know what, who gives a damn? If you win, just, just hire him. Who gives a damn? Like, I don't want to have short-term gain for or excuse yeah short-term gain and then have a long-term issue to deal with in regards to NCAA sanctions in regards to a black eye on your program. So, if Hugh Freeze has gotten past that, you know, I'd love to have him in Columbia. I, I think that is something you need to vet though. And listen, I'm sure Hugh Freeze will say all the right things and and, you know, whatever, and he and Ray Tanner would sing, and Bob Caslin would sing Kumbaya, whatever it may be. But you need to figure that out, obviously. And that's, that's their jobs. That's their jobs to vet that and figure that out. But, again, 
South Carolina could do much, much worse than Hugh Freeze. I think they could do better, but I think South Carolina could do much, much worse than Hugh Freeze. So Hugh Freeze for me is number two, which leads me to my number one. And this one, you guys might debate. We might go back and forth on it. Um, and listen, I'm, I'm not saying this hire would not have a lot of risk tied to it. I'm not saying this hire is a surefire thing. But to me, if you want to make a splash and you really want to think outside of the box, and, and I'm putting this one on here as realistic because of what the guy, the money he's making right now, I think you, you could just so absurdly top it. Now, does he want to leave his current situation? Does he want to currently leave the league he is in, which I know I'm spoiling who it is by saying that? I, I don't know. Those are questions I don't have the answers to. And if I knew that, it may move that, that, that candidate from realistic to unrealistic. But for me, Joe Brady with the Panthers came from LSU, one of the young, bright, offensive minds in the game of football would be my top choice. Joe Brady would be my top choice for South Carolina. And listen, I, I, like I said, it's, I, I, it's, this would be my biggest concern with it. Because listen, the guy knows offense. And that's what I want. Again, a young offensive-minded guy who is going to recruit his ass off, but is going to be aggressive, is going to be innovative. Because I think you have to be creative and innovative to win at South Carolina. I just think you have to. You can't play the brand of football South Carolina's playing under Will Muschamp. I think we all know that's a given. But that's what I want to see from the next guy. My biggest concern, I'll just be straight up and up front with you guys. I'm not saying this would not be a risk. The guy's 31 years old. Heck, I'm 29. The guy's 31. Is he ready to have the keys handed to him for a big-time SEC program? Is he ready to take on that challenge? And again, hey, we've seen it at different levels. We've seen Sean McVay. We've seen some of these younger coaches taking over. So I'm not saying it's impossible. I think what would be really what would be really important if Joe Brady got the job was getting extremely high quality coordinators around him and people around him and a big time staff. That would be the big thing. But if you want to make a splash and you want to be innovative and you want to be cutting edge and you want to be different, I love the hire. Because I, 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 I just, you know, guys, I, I, I just don't want to see South Carolina. And again, this is all hypothetical, by the way. This is all hypothetical. If it happens, though, I just don't want to see South Carolina make that typical boring hire, you know, You've cycled through the – and, again, I'm not blaming South Carolina at all, obviously, for hiring Lou Holtz or Steve Spurrier or whatever, but you've cycled through those older guys who you know are on their last leg. Now you – you know, and then after that, you get Will Muschamp, who is just such the typical, your fourth or fifth option, you know, SEC ties, Nick Saban assistant, that typical hire. I like the idea, and it's why I mentioned Chadwell as well. It's why I mentioned Jamie Chadwell. I like the idea of bringing a guy in who can really make South Carolina his own and can take ownership of the University of South Carolina and can grow with South Carolina and can build with South Carolina. Hey, a lot of you out there say, oh, my God, why, we, we should have given Will Muschamp six, seven, eight years. No, no, no. I, and I've, I've obviously, I've, I've, I've voiced my opinion on this. I don't think Will Muschamp deserves that much time. He's already failed at another school, bro. 
He don't deserve that much time. But, hey, if you want to give a guy like Joe Brady seven, eight years, hand over the keys to the car and see what he does with it, I'm more than fine. Let him build. Let him work. That's fine with me. But he's a young, offensive-minded guy. He's extremely innovative. He's had success at all of his previous stops, basically. And again, I'm not saying it wouldn't be a risky hire when you think about it. The kid's 31, dude. That's a big response. That's, that's a big challenge for a guy to take on. But again, obviously right now being the offensive coordinator with the Panthers, this guy isn't your typical 31-year-old assistant coach. This guy obviously knows what he's doing to some extent. So for that reason, Joe Brady would be my number, number one choice. So again, going down the list one through five, once again for you guys, my, my personally, my top five candidates to replace Will Muschamp, number one, Joe Brady, number two, Hugh Freeze, number three, Jamie Chadwell, number four, Billy Napier, and number five, Shane Beamer. So again, those are my top five guys. I'd love to hear your top five or your top three or your top person, whoever it is. Who are your top candidates? Again, all hypotheticals, but it feels like things are leading that way. If South Carolina is to replace Will Muschamp, who's on your wish list? You know, and realistically now, again, I, you know, come on, you come saying Nick Saban. We know that's not going to happen. I mean, you know, Urban Meyer. I mean, yeah. yeah. You think South Carolina is going to hire Urban Meyer, man? No, no chance. So, Who's on your wish list, though? Who would you like to see South kind of go after? And who would you like to maybe see them eventually hire if it does come down that way? So, again, that's my top five candidates. All right, let's move into the gambling stuff. Let's start first with the best bet, South Carolina, Ole Miss, Gamecocks, Travis Oxford, and guys, South kind of once again is a big underdog, and this time a big road underdog. And it's funny how the way this line has gone this week, and I don't think it's a surprise to anybody, Ole Miss opened up on Sunday as a 7 Point favorite, okay? Touchdown favorite, which, again, I don't think anybody's surprised after the way South Carolina played, the way they've played the last two games, and some of the successes that Ole Miss has had this season. What's been interesting is the shift in that line, and it's almost very similar to Texas A&M. Ole Miss now sits as a 10.5-point favorite. The over-under is at 71 and a half, guys. Over-unders at 71 and a half. We all know Lane Kiffin, his track record, what Ole Miss has offensively. They can score. They can score with damn near anybody. We also know they have, I'm pretty sure, the worst defense in the SEC. But when I take a look at this game, and again, I'm really not ready to give a prediction because, God, this South Carolina team, I, you know, it's bad. I'm a Gamecock fan through and through, and I know as we get closer and closer to kickoff, I'm going to convince myself of probably a better result than what will actually happen. But, you know, they have a saying in Vegas. So there's a saying overall in regards to gambling, and it's when something is too good to be true or it's too easy, go the other way. And that's what scares me about this total, the total of over under 71 and a half, because when I look at that number, I'm like, dude, there is no way I mean there's just no way 71 and a half and I know Ole Miss has a terrible defense but it's like have you seen this South Carolina offense and you're probably going to be changing quarterbacks and again I know it's a little different scenario for South Carolina because Ryan Linsky has played a lot of meaningful football it's not like it's not like Luke Doty's getting his first start which I mean I guess maybe technically he could be but I think realistically <clears throat> all of us are expecting it's either going to be Colin Hill or Ryan Holinsky at this point but with all of that being said, 
I, I just have a hard time believing that this game is going to hit that total. Guys, under 71 and a half to me just feels like the no-brainer pick in this game, and that's what scares me about it. But I, that's the only way I can go. I, I simply cannot go over, and I honestly don't have a great feel on the spread right now in regards to that 10.5 number. So, guys, best bet, South Carolina Ole Miss, take the under 71.5. Again, South Carolina changing quarterbacks most likely. You still don't have any options at wide receiver. I do expect Kevin Harris to have a bounce-back game, no question. But, man, I've told you guys over and over this season, I don't think South Carolina is built to win a shootout. And so unless Ole Miss scores 50, which is possible, I guess, it is definitely possible, I, I just don't see South Carolina doing that. I, I just don't think the Gamecocks are built to win a game like that. So, guys, take out the mortgage, whatever. I mean, under 71 and a half to me, guys, and I could be totally wrong, and maybe this is Vegas baiting me into it, but, man – under 71 and a half feels like stealing in this game. So again, best bet for South Carolina Ole Miss, take the under 71 and a half in Oxford. All right, let's dive into SEC gambling picks, guys. <sighs> Didn't have the best week last week, a 500 week, two and two, 19 and 21 overall now. And obviously this week is being heavily impacted due to COVID. We have no Bama LSU. We have no Auburn Mississippi State. We have no Tennessee Texas A&M, but... We do have three other games on the docket. Hopefully, again, I'm going to give you guys my best bet for those games, and hopefully they don't get postponed. So, again, um, got a lot to talk about, a lot of, lot of games, great slate of games, and it's presented to you, by the way, by our friends over at MyBookie. We're talking gambling, of course. I got to mention my friends over at MyBookie, guys. Between the NFL, college football, golf, if you want to bet on the Masters, anything you can think of, there's no shortage of games and events to watch, and with thousands of lines available, on all of your favorite sports and events, you can turn your game day into payday with my bookie. Guys, if you're the type of person who likes to bat the big favorites, consider putting a couple in a parlay for a much bigger payout. Not only do parlays make meaningless games exciting, but more importantly, they give you a chance to turn ordinary bets into a real moneymaker. And guys, of course, we're South Carolina fans. You cannot forget about the underdogs. They have a ton of value. The thing about college football, the NFL, really sports in general the underdogs are never really dogs. Every team truly has a chance to win, and you do as well. Game spreads, championship futures, and player prop bets. It's never too late to get on the action and start turning your sports knowledge into actual cash in your wallet. Guys, you can sign up today at mybookie.ag. That is mybookie.ag. And when you do, use the promo code GAMECOCKS to claim a deposit match dollar for dollar all the way up to 1000 bucks. So, guys, again, you go to mybookie.ag. You put in that promo code GAMECOCKS. You make your first deposit of $1,000. They are going to give you a deposit match, literally give you a free play of 1000 bucks. It's a win-win scenario. You cannot lose, guys. It's a bonus designed to give you a little help and a head start on your winning season. Again, guys, that's promo code GAMECOCKS. Promo code GAMECOCKS for you to claim your bonus when you make your deposit. Stacked UFC cards, Masters bets, NFL, college football, everything you can think of is there. Sign up today to begin your winning season exclusively at MyBookie. All right, guys, again, let's dive in the SEC gambling picks. Two and two last week, 19 and 21 overall. I'm trying to sweep the board and get us back to a winning record. So let's dive into it first with the game in Columbia, Missouri. Georgia at Mizzou. Georgia an 11.5 point favorite. Over-under set at 48-and-a-half. Georgia obviously coming off that really, really disappointing game, losing to Florida for the first time in, I don't know what, a couple years, I guess it was. 
this game in Como. This has been a really interesting series, by the way. I feel like it's been it's been much closer than I would expect. Um, and this is interesting too for South Carolina fans because Missouri is your opponent next weekend. Georgia going on the road again. I think the spread might be a little big, but the under 48 and a half. This Georgia defense will have a big, big game. I think they're going to completely shut down Eli Drinkwitz and the Missouri Tigers. So take the under 48 and a half in this one as Georgia takes on Mizzou. Let's move to Lexington. Vanderbilt at Kentucky. Kentucky a 16 and a half point favorite. Over under set at 42 and a half. Guys, I don't know if you've seen this, by the way. I've given Vandy a lot of crap, and I'll continue to do so because I think they're the worst Power 5 team in college football. But with that being said, Vandy has been playing some tough football over the last few weeks. And I had a really, really good one last weekend. Um, You know, I I look at this game. Kentucky's had its struggles. I've been very surprised with how much Kentucky has struggled. The game is in Lexington. You think to yourself, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for Kentucky to get it rolling, get back on track. I think Kentucky definitely wins. But I think Vandy with the backdoor cover. I love taking the doors plus 16 and a half, and I can't imagine that will be the popular bet. But that's my bet. Vanderbilt plus 16 and a half. They lose by two touchdowns in Lexington, and we get the cover. Finally, Arkansas at Florida. Sam Pittman taking the boys. Well, actually, he's not because he has COVID. But anyways, Arkansas traveling to Gainesville. Florida, 17-point favorite over and set at 60 and a half. Gators again. Just talked about Georgia earlier. Gators coming off of a huge win. How does Florida respond after that big win against Georgia? You know, is there any hangover? Did the Gators celebrate maybe a little too much? Arkansas has played really, really good football this year, been much better than most people expect. And also, the big storyline in this one, Felipe Franks is returning to Gainesville. He is returning to Gainesville, which I think makes for a very interesting storyline and a very interesting game. Listen, I think Florida's much better than Arkansas. Don't get me wrong. So I don't like touching the number of Florida minus 17. I think the Gators could certainly cover, but the over 60 and a half. Kyle Trask, Kyle Pitts, that whole crew to Kadarius Tony. You know the Gators are going to score. And I don't know. I, I just think Felipe Franks comes into Gainesville, plays his best football. He'll be inspired, obviously, a chip on his shoulder. I think Arkansas keeps up with Florida a little bit. Florida, I think, pulls away late, but the over. 60 and a half in Gainesville. I love the over. Hammer the over. 60 and a half in that one. So again, quick recap. Georgia, Missouri, the under 48 and a half. Vandy at Kentucky. Vandy plus 16 and a half. And then over 60 and a half in the Arkansas and Florida game. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in again. A packed show. Thank you so much as always for your love and support, guys. Again, having a blast. Got a lot to get into later this week. Stay tuned all week. Thursday, tomorrow, we're talking Ole Miss specifically. Friday, I'll give my prediction. And a quick reminder, uh, this weekend, watch party at Overtime Bar and Grill. Doors open at 11, actually. They don't open so late. They open at 11. So if you want to come out, watch some football, kick it. We will be there having a good time. And then kickoff, of course, at 7.30 on Saturday night. And of course, I will be doing my pregame show on the Daily Crow on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter from 6 30 to 7. Again, guys, it's always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.